This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. Penguins 5-2 with four minutes left, so they're going to tie that series up at one after two. Panthers taking it to the Capitals. It is 5-1. Washington leads the series 1-0. Preds and Avalanche about to get underway. Flames home to the Stars in half an hour. Blue Jays lose 6-5 to the Guardians, and here at Rogers Place, a minute and a half left in the first period. Oil Kings leading the Rebels 1-0 in game one of their best of seven second round series. Uh, Cam Moon has uh, joined me here in the booth as we take in this game. All right, Mooner, so we have this special feature we have here on Inside Sports. I, I consider it the greatest thing I've ever been a part of. That doesn't involve canned hams. It's called, well, it's all to perhaps somewhat tied together. Okay, all right. So it's called Name the Animal. Mm. So, Kellen Kennedy... Like, just gave, give an animal a name? His name's Jerry. We, That's Jerry the dog. We have a goat no. named Cheddar. Okay. Okay. I'm just... So, <laughs> that could be a That could be the That could be something, too. Yeah, all right. So, Kellen, at some point today, went to the 630 Chet Animal Sanctuary, which, as you know, is adjacent to the 630 Chet yes. Broadcasting Compound. Yes, it's very nice. And depending on the size and demeanor of the animal, he has either brought it back to the control room or he recorded the sound this animal wait, makes. Okay. So he's either going to play the recording of the animal sound or he will prompt the animal that is with him there in person or in animal, uh, and it'll make a sound. And you and I have to guess what animal is making that sound all right it's harder than it's it's more difficult than it sounds trust me i've only got it on the first guess i think once and a couple times i've got it within the first three seconds like a wrong Mm -hmm. guess and then right to the correct guess that is correct all right so you do now do you understand what's happening i I think i've got this is not a contest you cannot win anything i cannot win anything no canned hams helen does i will just give you a canned ham for being a good guy but that's (laughs) not a victory Okay. Kellen does not win anything if he stumps us. If listeners participate and help us, they cannot win anything. Okay, I got you. So it's just for it for it's the best form of broadcasting because it's for entertainment and information because you will learn about an animal. Wow. Kellen, Kellen, go ahead. Here we go. All right. So I'll play the, the sound of the animal, and then I have a quick uh, little adder to add to this because it is oh, the no. playoff variant oh of Name the Animal. Okay. So here we go. Well, it's some kind of a dog. No, not a dog. Okay, what's the ad- what's the add-on? Okay, so this is the playoff edition of Name the Animal. So this is the animal totem of one of the 16 qualified teams in the NHL playoffs. So that's a penguin. It's not a penguin. Oh, no. But we're just going to list. I off. hope it's not a penguin. We're just going to list off all the teams. Oh, it's a bear. It's some sort of a bear. Yes. Bruins. Wow. 
Boom. There so we go. Do, how specific do you want me to get? Uh, if you want to try and name the breed of bear, go for it. Grizzly? There. Got it. It's a grizzly Whoa! bear, which is awesome because the... He, sound, he sounds exhausted. I think that bear might have been smoking a little too much. Yeah, <laughs> or a, running the stairs. It's, it's <laughs> might have been playing goal for the Bruins last that's night, a bear, too. That's a, that's a bear who's trying to quit smoking and just ran the stairs down to the uh, Victoria <laughs> the Victoria stairs. It's a bear with emphysema. <laughs> yeah. So, that, boy, that, we did pretty well. We got, that's not bad. Not only did we name the animal, we gave the animal a backstory. Because he doesn't really sound like he's growling. He sounds no. like he's he's tired and then, oh, I, okay. And actually, fed I am, up. I am Maybe little, fed yeah, up. I'm a little fed up, so he's I'll sick, throw it. He's sick and tired is that bear. Play it again, Kellen. Yeah, he gets a little agitated at the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Like, I, I, I was trying to get the honey. I couldn't get to the honey. I got stuck in the hole. That's it's, and he's upset. I get it. I understand. It's, it's a bear stuck in an elevator, everybody. It's a bear. Live on Inside Sports. <laughs> yeah. Well, Cam, thanks for playing. Kellen, that was an interesting twist. I give you credit for creativity. Yeah, That's thanks, guys. That's a pretty good. A grizzly bear. And I was going to say, my hi- old high school back in Evansburg, Grand yeah. Trunk. Team name, Grand Trunk Grizzlies. I was a Grizzly when I played really? high school volleyball. Did yes. you make that sound after a volleyball game? Probably. Yeah, I was. I, that's yeah. how I sounded. Exactly. I was pretty tired. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty warm out. I was like, uh, someone pass me some chips and cream soda. I that's got to right. refuel. Mix in a treadmill, Wilkins. <laughs> By the way, if you look at our text line right now, it's all bear, 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 grizzly bear, oh, bear. Really? <laughs> well, Everybody know. was on it. See, well, good for them. People know. We've been doing Name the Animal for a year and a half now. When it started, we, we wouldn't get very many correct suggestions, but now we've put people in tune with animal sounds. Yes. Now they understand what's happening. Yeah, I think so. Cam Moon, you have named the animal. You have wow. played Name the Animal. What you a are, day. What a time to be alive. You are a more enriched human being. By the way, Grant Trunks, I guess, becoming one of them super schools, someone was telling me. Well, what does that mean? They're adding on to it. It's going to be a second gym, and then it's going to be like K to 12 for like three towns or something like oh, that. Oh, really? Yeah. Whew. Every other school in the region, just tear it down. Just Everybody goes to Grant Trunk. And by the way, does Cam want to hear the goat? I got the goat right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, fire up the goat. What's Cheddar doing? Whoa. <laughs> it sounds like the goat was outside the Hall of Fame room <laughs> last <laughs> night. He might have been. We don't know what he does. Cheddar has a lot of freedom to do whatever he wants. That is that is Cheddar the goat. Free range. Free it's range. Cheddar the inside sports goat. He's some one of our listeners named him. Cheds. Chedzy. That's it. Oh, he doesn't like it when you shorten it. it. Are you no, shorten you, you it? Know, Can't you call know, him you know, Chedzy. You know how he sounds? What? What? You know how? Yeah. You know what he says when you try to shorten it? Here's what he says if you try to shorten his name. <laughs> he's, he's horrified. There it is. You try to do that. Oilers win 6 nothing at home, and what happens? <laughs> He's fired up. <laughs> All right. Okay, speaking of animals, we have a bear on the show right now, another one, a golden bear, linebacker for the football team, Josiah Shackle, who uh, was just drafted 14th overall by the Calgary Stampeders. Josiah, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Good, good. Thank you for having me. How about you? 
Well, I'm doing very well, and I want to congratulate you on being drafted by the Calgary Stampeders. Tell us about your draft story. Was there a party? How did you find out? Take us through the evening. Uh, thank you. Yeah, uh, I just had a couple of family friends over, uh, and we just kind of celebrated the night. And then after it was over, it was like everybody was so happy, and it was just a great time. And it was kind of interesting, you know, because you're like texting with your buddies who are also in the draft. And, and that was just a great experience as well. Who calls you from Calgary? Um, I had Coach Swolwick call me first. And then um, I had Coach uh, Killam call me right afterwards. Okay. And did you think that Calgary was really interested? I mean, given your youth sports career, you must have had a few teams interested. What about that? Yeah, like I honestly, I didn't really know going the draft, like who was interested. I, I talked to Calgary and I, I talked to Coach Killam um, before, but like, I mean, I, I couldn't really tell like who was going to draft me. And that just ended up being Calgary, and I'm super psyched about it. So, what were the draft interviews like? I always ask these because some guys have told me they've had some bizarre questions or teams that try to throw you off a little bit uh with some of their questions what, what was what was your uh, draft interview experience like yeah i did i actually was like because you always hear those stories for sure and, and like going into it i was definitely preparing for some interesting questions and off-topic questions but i actually didn't have any questions that were way out of the norm they're just like down-to-earth conversations about football and personality and so on and so on Okay, good stuff. Well, you obviously did pretty well. Um, and, and four, pardon me, three of your teammates from the Golden Bears were drafted. So four Golden Bears picked overall. What does that mean to you in the program? I think it's a huge stepping stone for us. And I think there's going to be more to come uh, down the road. Like we had four this year, but we are a young team. So there's only going to be more players coming up that are very talented. And I think it's a great, great start to our program. Well, and, and Chris Morris has, you know, been the coach there. And obviously when he took over, there were some tough years and the, and the team seems to be building. Where do you think the program is at right now? Is it on the verge of contending for a conference title? Yeah, I, I think it is. I mean, when I first came in there, uh, it was the first time we made playoffs. And then the year after was kind of a, not the hottest season. But, I mean, we're two years in a row now where we're at 500, and it's only a matter of time before I think we start breaking away. And, you know, guys are maturing on the team. They're starting to get older and understanding what it takes to. Josiah Shackle joining us on Inside Sports. Golden Bears linebacker drafted by the Calgary Stampeders. So you've won the the award as – you've won the President's Trophy as the best defensive player in all of you sports. So you had a pretty cool season. Tell me about why you think you were so effective this year. This year in particular, I I just felt prepared. Um, You know, I had great coaches staff that had had me like get the playbook. Um, They coached me up and and helped me like really thrive at at the position and put me in spots where I could succeed. you know, for somebody who's, I was unsure if I was going into the draft last year and I decided to defer. And I think that was the best decision for me. Uh, I just think that year of, of really training and getting ready for the season and, and learning the playbook and, and really knowing what, where, what spots I had to be in um, to be successful in, in the positions that the coaches were putting me in. 
Yeah, well, it obviously went really well for you. Were you always a defensive player? Were you always a linebacker? Yeah, I was always a defensive player. I wasn't always a linebacker. I uh, kind of transitioned for, through my career at the U of A from like a defensive back, and then I slowly made my way into the box uh, over time as I got bigger and put on size. Okay, well, good transition for you. And you played high school ball at Bev Facey. What was that? What were the the years like for you there? Yeah, it was kind of like the same thing. I just I stuck at defensive back. I wasn't like the biggest kid um, on the team. Uh, but they were like good years and they definitely prepped me to play at the U of A. How old were you when you got into football and who got you into it? Oh, no, that's good. That's going back. Um, I think it was in like grade four. So I was maybe eight. Is that eight? Uh, somewhere around there. Anyways, it was just like my friend. He was, he played football at the time and I was playing basketball and he's like, man, you got to play football. And I was like, asked the parents if if I was allowed and that took a lot of convincing but after a while they're like oh yeah sure like we guess we'll let you play football and I just haven't turned back since what did you like most about it when you first got involved and yes I know I'm taking you back but I like these stories (laughs) um well I was actually like a QB back then so and a running back so just touching the ball and, and running with it that was like my favorite thing was I remember sometimes um being QB, I purposely fumble the ball so I can just keep it and run with it. And I think that's just made me fall in love with the game. Well, that's crafty, Josiah. That's confident. <laughs> <laughs> Did your coaches ever figure out what you were doing? <laughs> I think so, but you're at the age where, like, what what can they do? They could just <laughs> kind of move you position so that somebody else can do the, do the play properly. Did you excel at any other sports as a kid? Yeah, I was a. I'd say I was a pretty decent basketball player. Um, I played with a, I played basketball all the way to high school, but I just I just knew football was going to take me somewhere, and I didn't think basketball would. Okay, cool. What, I mean, as you're going through the last couple of days here, and you're getting drafted, who are you thinking of, or who would you really like to thank for help along the journey? <laughs> I like to thank all of my coaches. Really, like, I mean, you go back to my peewee years, I had two fantastic coaches, like Coach Bill and Coach Byron, who really taught me the game and how to play it properly. And then you go up, and pretty much at every level I've been at, I had, like, one coach or two coaches that just helped me excel. Like, at high school level was Coach Obi. Um, at the university level, like Morris has been such a tremendous influence in my life. And then I had coach AJ gas and coach Tom Higgins, like those people. But, um, I have to really thank my dad. Like he's always been that my, both my parents, they've both been with me on this journey and they always push me to further myself. Even when I'm just like, I don't want to go to practice or something that they're, they're, they're the ones that got me to keep going. And they're always coming to games. They're always supporting me. Well said. Josiah, congratulations on being... Now, are you back with the Golden Bears next year? Or what, what, what do we know about that right now? Uh, right now, I'm just going to try out and make this team uh, for the Calgary Stampeders and, and, you know, we'll figure out from there. But if I'm playing... I'm planning to play professional football um, next year and, like, I have options open if I do come back, but that's not the goal. The goal right now is to play professionally. Right on. Well, all the best with that. That is Josiah Shackle checking in 
Awesome story. Incredible player for the Alberta Golden Bears, the U Sports Defensive Player of the Year in 2021. Also won an award for his community service. So we wish him all the best, yes, with the Calgary Stampeders, but good to see the uh, U of A players going on to play pro. I am at Rogers Place tonight. It's the first intermission. Oil Kings leading the Rebels 1-0 after 1. Back for some final thoughts. Inside Sports on 630, Chad. Flames and Stars will start a little bit after 8 o'clock here. Gary Bettman visited me in Studio 99 last night for the face-off show. He'd uh, been in Calgary the day before, and he says definitely the Flames need a new arena. My hope is that they get what they need, and it's not just the team. The city needs it, you know, for family shows, for concerts. Uh, it's part of the infrastructure and the quality of life in any city, and in its prime, uh, the Saddle Dome was an amazing building, but it's far from its prime. I also asked Bettman about the Arizona Coyotes' ongoing situation. Remember, they're going to be playing in the 5,000-seat arena at Arizona State University. If the Coyotes weren't there, he never would have played hockey. But putting all that aside, and there are great fans there, but the, the, the building in Glendale's in the wrong place. You can't get there during the week. It takes an hour and a half, two hours from where most fans are. And the city of Glendale basically said, your lease is expiring. Either sign a 20-year lease or get out. Okay? The Phoenix Suns aren't prepared to share, even on a temporary basis, uh, their arena with the Coyotes. And so the choice is, as they're trying to build a new arena on the east side of, of the Valley of the Sun. Uh, they need some place to be on a temporary basis. All right. That was good to visit with Gary Bettman yesterday in Studio 99. I, I, I think I've interviewed him three times, maybe four, one-on-one like that. Uh, I, I enjoy talking to him. He's a very smart guy. He uh, controls the message. I mean, he's going to take the conversation where he where he wants, which sometimes can be a little bit frustrating, but that's part of his job, and it's his job to be... I, I said at one point during the interview, you have to be a very patient guy, don't you? And he said, well, you know, i got to listen, and i got to try to take everybody's opinions into account, and uh, I, I think he has done some pretty significant things for the Oilers and for Edmonton along the way as well. It's going to be 30 years, him being the commissioner in February, so he's about 29 and a quarter right now. Okay, I guess we're winding her down. The Oil Kings now a minute 12 into the second period, leading Red Deer 1-0 here at uh, Rogers Place. We'll keep you updated on the game in our newscast here on uh, 630 Ched throughout the evening. In the NHL, it's over in New York. Rangers win 5-2 over the Penguins. Series is tied 1-1. 11 minutes left. Meanwhile, the Panthers up 5-1 on the Capitals, so that series likely to be 1-1. Predators and Avalanche, well, a better start for the Predators. It's scoreless four and a half minutes into the game. Stars and Flames still ahead. Blue Jays lost 6-5 to the Cleveland Guardians. Bob Stoffer has Oilers now from noon to 2 tomorrow. The face-off show is at 6 tomorrow night. Game at 8, Oilers and Kings, Game 3. Thanks to Dave Campbell, the producer of Inside Sports. Kellen Kennedy, the studio producer. My name's Reed. Have a good night. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.
Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.